0: Hey everybody, thanks for coming back for another episode of the Home A Loan Podcast, where we talk everything related to mortgages and home buying. I'm your host, Matt Gare, NMLS 1549221, Equal Housing Lender. Today we're bringing on a guest, Jennifer Falk, my coworker and a loan officer that relatively speaking is newer to the industry. Jennifer's really smart and she is doing what we all do at the very beginning. She's getting out there and she's making a name for herself. Uh, Jennifer's been a great addition to our team And was kind enough to come on and talk a little bit about what it takes for people that are entering the industry to excel at this job and to find success. We're going to talk a little bit about Jennifer's background and what brought her into the industry. We're going to talk about the importance of finding a mentor. We're going to talk about the learning process. And how newer loan officers can really stand out uh, against their peers or others in the industry. So you're going to get a little bit of Jennifer's perspective and values, some little random pearls of wisdom from me, the host. (laughs) And hopefully you get a better understanding of what drives those of us who are working in the mortgage industry. So with that, I'll introduce our guest. Jennifer, welcome. Welcome to the podcast and thanks so much for being on.
1: Hi, Matt. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Yeah, so let's dive right into the questions, and I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about your background before you came into the mortgage industry, and yeah, why did you decide to do it? Why, why become a mortgage lender?
1: Well, the past 17 years, I've worked in the accounting industry, which I really liked. I really did enjoy it, um, but after becoming a parent, I stayed home for a little bit of time, and I'd always thought about going into the real estate industry, and I decided that it was a great time to do it. Um, I really wanted to help people realize a path to homeownership that they might not know exists. And I thought it was a great time to just dive in.
0: Yeah, that's great. I think the accounting background is something that's really important. Like It, it gives you kind of that, that sense for numbers and being detail-oriented. I suspect that's been really helpful for you. And yeah, I think the, the goal of getting people into homeownership, that's also what drew me into the industry. And it's a really powerful thing. You know, when we get our job right and we're at the finish line, that's awesome. That is one of the most exciting parts about being a mortgage lender is when you make it to closing and you see people moving into those homes and how excited they can be about that, Um, especially when you've been able to do a good job of helping them get there. So yeah, you wanted to get into real estate. Can you tell me a little bit about why you chose mortgage specifically over something like, I don't know, being a a real estate agent or maybe working in title and escrow? What, What drew you specifically to mortgage lending?
1: Well, Matt, you kind of hit the nail on the head there when you mentioned uh, the accounting background and experience. I knew that I would be able to really apply that to looking at someone's financial situation and just really helping them figure out what the best structure for their loan would be.
0: Yeah, this may come as a surprise to some people, but you actually have to do a little bit of math as a mortgage lender. (laughs) You do. (laughs) That that can uh, make a big difference. Okay, cool. So moving on, I was hoping you could tell us a bit about your values and how you put those into play as a lender.
1: Relationships and honesty are my number one values. I want to be sure that my clients know that I'm going to give them all of their options, but I'm also going to educate them so that they can make the best decisions for themselves and their family. Sometimes their goals might not be attainable today, but I can give them the tools that they need to work toward that. And maybe the following year, they could move forward. Uh, Another thing that I really like to do is make sure that my realtors are always up to date on the process. I like to call them before they call me. (laughs) And I think it's important that I make myself available to both clients and realtors at any time. So they know I'm always there if they need me.
0: Yeah, and you hit on a couple of things that... Jive with me personally, and that I think are really important. You know, obviously building relationships and being honest are enormously important in this. You know, we're guiding people through financial transactions. It's not buying a pair of shoes. You know, this is borrowing hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's it's one of the biggest purchases that people will do. So, to give honest advice and to give options is really important. Um, And then you also spoke to the folks that aren't there right now. You know, we do get people that apply and and they're not able to get into a mortgage immediately. And taking time to counsel people and help them get there, look, not only is that good for business because it creates future transactions, but it's meaningful. And I think way too often the answer is just no. Hey, you applied for a mortgage. No, sorry, you're not there. Rather than, hey, you applied for a mortgage. You're not there today. Here's how you can get there. So I'd love to hear that you're, you're doing that, that coaching. Um, I think that's one of the most important things we can do in our line of work. and. So I'm jazzed that that's part of your answer. Proactive communication. Yeah, I don't think I need to speak to that whole lot. That's super important. But yeah, I, do you have any maybe specific examples of things that you've done to help people out? Maybe some of those folks that, that aren't immediately eligible, something you can speak to from recent history?
1: You know, a very common issue for people sometimes that they don't know about would be their credit score. And we like to, you know, I make sure that I provide them some tools so that if their credit score isn't optimal today, it might take them a couple months to get there, but I will give them a pathway to bring that credit score to where it needs to be. And um, as long as they, they work on that, within a couple months, they might be back to house shopping.
0: Yeah, that's so true. Credit in particular seems like an area that people have a lot of control over. It's a place that you can do things to, to get the numbers right. Uh, it's not always a fast journey, but in many cases, yeah, that can be done in a couple of months. So that's great. Uh, and I know that, you know, working at Man Mortgage, that's something that I've found to be really helpful about what we do. I have worked for other institutions that <laughs> were, were less than amenable to helping people fix their credit. It was kind of a, hey, we pulled your credit. This is your score today. The credit report is valid for 120 days. We're not touching it again. And that, that always irked me, you know, to have an employer that's like, well, we don't want to take on the expense of pulling another credit report for $70. And that means someone doesn't get a loan. That's crazy to me.
1: Yeah, that is pretty crazy. I mean, it's, it's definitely important to put the borrower and their needs first over any type of small, minute expense like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And for people out there that are looking to shop lenders or figuring out who they want to work with, little stuff like that speaks volumes about you know how they how invested someone is in the success of their clients rather than just their bottom line so moving on when did you get your license let's talk about timeline and since you got licensed as a as a mortgage lender what have you been up to
1: so i got my license in 2021 And it was right before the market got crazy busy, and that is the same time that I joined uh, Julie Lapham's team. And since then, I have just been, I've been spending a lot of time uh, watching her as a mentor and learning from her and a few of the other people in our office. We have a lot of great avenues and a ton of wisdom.
0: Yeah, 2021, wild. You, you. That's that's like diving straight into the deep end of the pool. That was a wild, wild time in the lending world. We were all slammed. So, <laughs> yeah, you got to see it at its busiest for sure. Um, and then, yeah, joining Julie Lappin's team. So, Julie, for those who don't know, Julie's a, a long time, very established lender. Um, she is. By my understanding, the top producing loan officer in the state of Montana, and I don't think it's by a small margin. Um, so you found yourself a a really talented mentor and someone that has been involved in hundreds or thousands of transactions of all different types, and I think that's so valuable. So, what kind of stuff are you learning from someone like Julie? And the other half of that question is, can you tell me a little bit about why it's so darn important to have a good mentor when you move into the mortgage industry?
1: I can. Yeah, she's been in the mortgage business for over 20 years. And luckily, she has shared much of what her clients appreciate about her and the value that she offers to them. And one of the number one things I've learned is that we need to do all of our work up front. You know, if I tell a client that they're approved, they know that they can count on that and that I'm going to get them to the closing table unscathed and as smoothly as possible. Um, I mean, she really, it's so great to be able to sit in on some of her interviews that she does so I can hear what the important questions are that she mm-hmm. asks, you know, what some people, what their challenges might be and how she can help them through that. And it's just been, it's been a fantastic experience. And I'm so grateful that, that she allows me to do that.
0: Yeah, I agree. Julie and just the team at Man Mortgage in general, that was a big part of what attracted me to working here was... Look, I wanted to work with the best and people that are not just doing easy loans, but doing complicated loans and a lot of them. Because you can learn so many solutions just by talking to your coworkers and having conversations about, oh, this is how I solved that problem. Um, and if you're exposed to that, you're not having to figure it all out by yourself. But yeah, you, you spoke a little bit about telling people, hey, when they're approved for a certain dollar amount, that they can count on that. Obviously, being able to follow through on your pre approvals essentially at a 100% hit rate is really important. but that dollar amount. That's one that I find is really tricky right now. Interest rates constantly on the move. Uh, And we also see that different homes have different associated costs. You know, property taxes, for example, might differ in a big way between two houses at the same price. So tell me a little bit about how you address that variability uh, between interest rates and houses day to day with, with your clients.
1: It's definitely important to let them know that rates are changing throughout the day, multiple times a day. And anytime I give an estimate, I explain to them that it will likely be different tomorrow. It could be different by this evening. But I think the big thing is giving them the ballpark so they know how much they're approved for so they can shop. They're not out looking for homes that they would love to have but truly can't afford. So it kind of, it just gives them a better idea of what they should be looking at and a time frame too. I mean, a lot of buyers maybe aren't ready today, but they just want to get an idea of what they could afford maybe down the road. So, for those folks, I make sure and let them know that we'll have to revisit it right before they're ready to shop because as you said, Matt, it just it changes all the time.
0: Yeah, and that's that's Pearl's of wisdom for those of you out there listening that are prospective home buyers. There's a couple things I want you to take away from that. One, get in front of a lender early. Don't, don't wait until you found a house before you call us, because if you have issues that need to be resolved, that might take a couple of weeks or a couple months. You want to identify that before you fall in love with a house, because we can give you a pathway to get that stuff dealt with. Uh, we can't always do that in, in in seven days. So you need to give yourself time. And the other thing is just to keep in mind that a pre-approval is not an exact budget. You can't just walk into a lender and I can't say, yep, $525,000. That's your purchase price. It's, it's really, it's more of a range and it's going to change day to day. So if you want accurate information, you need to be reaching out to your lender and saying, hey, this is the specific property that I'm interested in buying we can check interest rates on that given day. We can check the tax bill and we can start to provide much, much more accurate quotes. So you've got to look at it day by day. You've got to look at it house by house. Things are a little volatile right now. So know that the target's always moving just a little bit and your lender is a resource to guide you through that. Okay, moving on again to our last question here. Uh, If you could go back in time, what advice would you give yourself one or two years ago? Is there anything that you would do differently and do you have advice for other loan officers that are, that are new to the industry, that are coming into mortgage?
1: I do. You know, I, I definitely would have started in mortgage a lot sooner. Sometimes we just get a little bit complacent in what we're doing at the time, and change sounds a little bit scary, but it's only new for a little bit. So if it's something that you really want to do, you should just take the plunge and jump into it, because that's the, really the only regret that I have, is that I didn't actually do that sooner. Um, And as far as new loan officers, I mean, definitely get yourself a mentor. It's really important. And somebody who will let you listen in on some of their calls and sit in on interviews with clients and somebody who will share their files with you and let you try to choose a loan program and then maybe explain to you, how you can adjust that for them. You know, it's just, it's so important also to keep an open mind and accept their constructive criticism because you will get it and that's how you're going to learn.
0: Yeah, it's, it's certainly one way to learn and uh, I've seen that the other way to learn is by, you know, getting it wrong and having to do better next time, but that doesn't work in the mortgage industry. So getting back to this whole mentorship thing, if you're a new loan officer, This is enormously important. And for people out there that are trying to choose a loan officer, look, there's nothing wrong with working with somebody that's new in the industry. But if someone's one or two years into it, I think it is an important question to ask, hey, what does your team look like? There are very smart and talented people that haven't been doing this for 20 years, but experience does sometimes matter. So if someone's new, I I do want to know that they have resources to lean on Uh, personally. I think that's hugely important because what we do behind the scenes is way more complicated than people think. For example, Fannie Mae lending guidelines are 1,175 pages. FHA guidelines are 1,574 pages. You've got Freddie Mac, you've got VA, you've got USDA. That's a lot of information for one person to digest quickly. So not only is it complex, but the consequence is really, really high. Let's say you've got a client and you're like, yeah, you're totally pre-approved, you can buy this new house. They then go and sell their house. That house is sold. If we fall through and we can't deliver the loan on the new house, getting my job or your job wrong can literally mean someone is becoming homeless. We just have no margin for error and that's why mentorship and education in this space is enormously important. You don't want someone who just kind of like dove in and and doesn't have someone to lean on because things come up. There are going to be problems as you work through these transactions. And being able to create solutions and have a plan B and a plan C, super important. Having a mentor, in my experience, is the best way to do it. So that's all I've got. Uh, Jennifer, anything else you want to throw on before we wrap things up?
1: You know, I think the only thing, Matt, that I would add is when you're out searching for a company to work for, find a company that will really set you up for success. Man, Mortgage has been great about that. They always provide a lot of resources for us. They want to see us succeed. And the other thing that's nice is that so do all of our coworkers. We have a great support system. And when you're out shopping uh, for an employer, that's really important to look for.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. So, you know, if you're out there and you're considering a move into the mortgage industry, I, I mean, I say this all the time on this podcast. Don't hesitate to reach out. We're a resource. We're a resource for people that are trying to become home buyers that want to learn more about the mortgage process, but we're also a resource for people that maybe want to get into the industry, and if you have questions about what that looks like or kind of how you pick an employer, the different types of lenders, you know, there's, there's depository banks, mortgage banks, brokers, there's all different types of options in the mortgage lending space, And if you want to know what that looks like because you're interested, give us a call. Uh, You'll find my contact information listed in the description for this episode, and we're, we're always happy to chat. So that's all I've got for today. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on. This has been great. You're our first guest on this podcast. Can't wait to get this one out to the public. And to all of you listening, thanks for taking a couple minutes out of your day. I hope it's been a good one. I hope you're doing well, and I hope that you have a safe journey home.